0: Lord God, we thank you for your presence in this place this morning, Lord God. Lord, we thank you that your presence is with us, God. Lord God, that you are here. Lord God, we praise you. Thank you, Lord, that you've gone before us, God. you've already seen what lies ahead, God. God, you've taken it into account. You've prepared the way for us, God. Even when it didn't seem like there was a way, God, you will make a way, God. Never alone that you are as as close as the breath that we breathe, God. I ask you, I invite you, friends, to open up your hearts of you that is closed from God. Would you just open it, be it in your heart or your mind, and just invite the presence of God to come in. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, come deeper into our lives. Jesus Christ, turn our attention to you in these moments, God. Amen. Let's thank the Lord for his presence this morning, shall we? Let's thank him. Amen. Amen. The presence of the Lord Hartford City Church. Uh, during this time, we dismiss our children for children's ministry. Also, as a reminder, we have a wonderful nursery for birth uh, through age four. And we, and we pray a blessing on our children, on the children in the nursery, and all those who are working with them this morning. Amen. want to share a couple things with you before we look into God's Word today and I believe a message that I really think you're going to be glad you came to hear this morning because it's a message about rest and Lord don't we and they're somewhere I promise you they they don't look like they're there but they will appear out of nowhere and uh, we'd like everyone to fill out one this morning okay we're going to do this a couple times this fall so even if you filled one out Fill it out, okay? Let us know any updated information. Let us know any prayer requests. Just a way for us to, we have your information, just write your name. And if you don't have any prayer requests, just write on the back, hey, pastor. How you doing? You know, something like that. All right, so we want everyone to fill it out. Everyone can fill needs some help, but this looks like it's going to take a long time to do this. So, Braden, maybe you can get up and give them a hand uh, to do that so everybody can fill one out this morning, and I encourage you to do that, okay? Every Wednesday night right here in the Learning Corridor, uh, that's for teenagers and young adults, and uh, these three people right here got the shirts on. Uh, Jonathan, Karina, Mary, if you know teenagers, to invite them. We got some of our young people here. Shout out to the young people, too, so um we want to encourage you guys to uh, let people know about that to take advantage there's a couple of ways we like to stay in touch so if you have we have your email address we can send you an email newsletter it's only once or twice a month that we send a newsletter so you're not going to get number down we also can stay in touch through text and you'll only get a text once a month, if that, and that's usually just to let you know about an all-church thing that's going on, or as we, if we need to cancel, or there's some type of weather thing as well. So if you don't mind sharing your email and your text with us, uh, we can stay in touch, we can stay in contact, amen? I want to tell you about um, what we're going to be doing this fall, kind of our emphasis, and we're calling this Back to the Basics of Visible Transformation, right? We know that school is getting ready to... Anybody, a couple people, right? Our school starts this week, right? Fall is the kind of a time where, we, you know, we get, we get ready for the new year. There's new outfits. You know, some people like to get a, I cut the little bit I have. And uh, it's a time for us just to remember to get back to the basics. So you'll see on this banner over here to your left that this is the year of visible tr- that says we're so transfigured like the Messiah, Jesus Christ, that our lives gradually become brighter and more beautiful as God enters into our lives and we become like Him. So to the basics. visible transformation there are some simple time-honored practices that people of faith employ to into the presence of God and so I'm asking us all as a church to engage and embark on that journey uh, that we would begin to get back to the base is all about another way to connect with us is that we have a podcast so that if you miss sermons you can go back and listen to it but during this Back to Basics months, I'm going to put you some more practical insight into how we can live our lives rooted in the presence of God and to experience that, right? Because I have more power in their life. Am I right? Does anybody want to say, I know i got enough power, Pastor. i got enough power. I have yet to meet anyone that doesn't want to feel closer to God. Uh, Is anyone here say say that to you? I've yet to meet anyone that wants to know more about what life is about, about their purpose in life. I've never yet met anyone that goes, no, I'm good. I know it all. i got to do for my life. Amen? And if that's you, and occasionally there might be one or two people like that, let me know because I want to jump on that train with you. I want to get right behind you. If you are pursuing purposes for your life, then we can encourage one another. We can help each other because part of God's purpose is to bring us together as a family, right? So of uh, visible transformation back to the basics of what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ and to experience God's presence. Would you join me in prayer as we begin? Christ, we give you all glory and praise because you are worthy of it. You deserve it for who you are. And we thank you, God, for everything that you do in our lives. And we pray now, God, that that you would truly change our hearts and you would transform us. For we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Today you heard what I want to talk about this morning, which is the fact that we need to take a break. We need to take a break. And it's important to understand this idea of rest. Leave the people of God rest as Moses spoke to God. And there was a moment when God wasn't going to go with them or there was this I- fear that he might not have presence. We need your presence. If we don't have your presence, how will, any, how will anything ever turn out okay? And, and said those words come to me, if you're weary if you're burdened if you're worn out if you're weighed down come to me and i will give you rest you will find rest we live in a day and age that we fill our lives with so much busyness that we don't stop to take a rest do we do we and again this time of year Just seems to be like where everything starts to ramp up things begin again um if if you're in school or you have children you know the busyness that begins to swirl around it it's the this is the time that you want to make that final quarter really good that you're starting to think about that and really put your efforts into that there's so many things that begin to happen you know as people come back where they were able to do right but there's a way in which I think that God wants us to experience that, that rest, that feeling of refreshment on a regular for a couple weeks during the summer, right? So do something with me, if you will, all right? I want everyone just to close your eyes for a minute because we're going to capture that feeling and we're going to try to be the most relaxed. Where is the place you are most at rest? Just think about that place for a minute. Did you have that time this summer to truly rest? Just think about that for a minute. Think about the feeling that you get when you're in that place where you are resting, where you are feeling that you're, it's a good feeling, isn't it? As soon as we think about it, we long for it again, don't we? All right. Before you go too far there, come on back. Open your eyes. Okay, we'll get get back to this a little bit. All right. Last week I talked about before Jesus to a quiet place and get some rest, and today we hear the call of Jesus. My favorite places to rest is fishing. It's on a boat on a lake in Maine. Then I got to pick one of the most relaxing things, and it reminded me of a story that I want to share with you today. Tristan, can you bring up that picture of the boat on the lake? We're going to start right there, and then we'll go in. And this cultures. But the version I'm going to read is uh, from Brazil, and the Brazilian author Paulo Coelho. And I think this parable will illustrate what I'm trying to talk about this morning. Each in a small Brazilian village. As he sat, he saw a Brazilian fisherman rowing a small boat towards the shore, having caught quite a few big fish. The businessman was impressed to catch so many fish. The fisherman replied, oh, just a short while. Well, then why don't you stay longer at the sea and catch even more, the businessman said. And said, So the businessman asked, so what do you do for the rest of the day? The fisherman replied, well, I usually wake up early in the morning. I go out to sea and catch a few fish. In the afternoon, I take a nap with my wife. And when the evening comes, I join my buddies in the village for a drink. We play guitar, sing, and dance throughout the night. The businessman, a Ph.D. in business management, I can help you become a more successful person. From now on, you should spend more time at sea and try to catch as many fish as possible. And we'll catch even more fish. And soon you'll be able to afford to buy more boats, set up your own company, your own production plant for canned food and distribution. And by then you'll have to move out of this village to some branches. And the fisherman asked him, and after that? The businessman laughed heartily. (laughs) Well, after that, you can live like a king in your own house when the talk exchange and you will be rich. And the fisherman said, and after that, the businessman said, well, after that, you can finally retire. Wake up early in the morning, catch a few fish, then return home to play with your kids, have a nice afternoon nap with your wife, and when evening comes, you can join your buddies for a drink. And And the fisherman was puzzled. Isn't that what I'm doing now? (laughs) It's a parable of what are the priorities of our life. We don't. That's why Jesus gives the invitation. That's why Jesus calls us. Because we don't naturally just do that. Right? We don't naturally just do a place of rest. All, oh, but it's so important. They used to talk about it like this. They said, you need to take time to stop and smell the roses. Right? Do you have to take time and stop and smell the roses? Because in a few months, the roses won't be there. Everything that we can enjoy in this life now, well, there are moments, there are times with your friends, with your loved ones, with your children, with your parents, that you will not get again. Friends' advice, And spend as much time as you can with your family now, for that is what you are working so hard to get to. Stop and smell the roses, because you get a certain amount of time to enjoy the things in life. For everything has a season, does it not? We come to this idea of rest. And Tristan, if you can go to the next slide. And what I want to talk to you about today is what rest does for us. I'm sorry, go to the other one. And restores and connects us to God. You see, we often say, I'm too busy to take a break. I'm too busy to stop working. I'm too busy to read at. that it slowly kills us because we are not made to run 24-7. We are made to, or sick, almost any kind of thing that you need to tell you, drink plenty of fluids and get some sleep, right? That seems to be, works for almost everything, but it's because it's so basic to what we need. We need to drink fluids, we need to, just. and don't you think that the same thing is true spiritually? That if we spiritually want to be healed? We need to drink water, which the Bible says is the Holy Holy Spirit of God. And we need to drink of the Holy Spirit of God every day if we want our spiritual lives to live and survive. How long do you go without prayer before your spirit begins to shrivel and die? And we need to rest, don't we? We need to rest. We need to sleep well. We need to rest in the Lord. He gives to us. This became very real for me a couple of years ago. I always had a notorious snoring problem that anybody could tell you about, right? My roommate, no, I'm going to get my own room, right? Oh, why don't you come and come? No, my tent's going to be way off over here, and they could still hear me, amen? Can I get an amen? I mean, I just knew this affected me. I didn't really worry about it at that time, you see. And by the grace of God, I had a wife who never noticed it. I don't know what happened. It's like a miracle from God. I mean, she just slept right there. She's like, i today because God gave her the grace not to hear my snoring in the night. But what happened a couple years ago was I started to get tired more often. And I started falling asleep during the day driving. And I knew that this was bad. I mean, this is something. And I was starting to have problems with acid reflux in my throat and everything. And I finally did the sleep test. And they said, you have bad, (laughs) like really, really, really bad. I'm like, okay. And I got on the machine. I talked to the doctor. I started doing it. And now that when you sleep well, it's amazing what's for you. I mean, it actually was killing me. The lack of sleep was actually... Every week, it will kill you. It will kill you. I. You won't notice it. It will take a while, right, before you get to that critical moment. But we are made for rest. Rest also restores, right? Some of you may not be doing your best work because you don't take time to stop and rest. You actually work better after you've rested, right? We don't have unlimited energy. We don't. See, that was a revelation to me because when you're young, uh, you know, and so many of you are young, you have all this energy, right? And you're like, I can just turn 30, and then you turn 40, and then you turn 50, and then you're like, wait a minute, I don't have all the energy that I used to have, right? Because it's limited of your energy. Or are you just expending it and having nothing left over for the people you love? Because you see, when you, and you just, and your, your levels come, capacity, your ability to handle things, it gets restored when you rest. And finally, rest connects us to God and is that vital connection. Yes, I'm connected to God. I have faith in God. I accepted Jesus Christ. You can say, yes, I pray as often as I can. You can say, yes, that I read my Bible, right? But if you want to be really transformed, to God and sometimes by resting I mean just stopping just know what there's a lot to do people say I got so much to do I can't stop I'm learning to say I've got so much to do I can't not stop because if I don't for what I've got to do if I'm not connected to God if I'm not connected to him I'm not going to be any good to myself, God says in Jeremiah chapter 333 3, the Lord says, Call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things that you do not know. Call to me, unsearchable things that you do not know. I love the way the message puts it. I will tell you things that you couldn't figure out on your own. So you're trying to figure out things on your own, but if you don't stop, something that God wants to tell you. You got that? You're going to miss the voice of God because he wants to tell you things you don't even know. He wants to tell you things you can't figure out. He wants to speak to you and pour and just take some time and connect with Him. And connect with Him. God, God actually, it's an invitation and it's a command. It's not just a good idea that we've come up with, right? For it happened even before we sinned even but this isn't like one of those rules that we have to follow it's a gift that was given to us from the beginning for the bible says that god in 6 days created all the heavens and all himself an endless source of energy and love and power and life did not need to rest but what did god do on the 7th day he rested why to enjoy what he had made and jesus himself told us that sabbath is a gift he said, listen, you weren't made for the Sabbath. I did the Sabbath to give to you as a gift. We were not made for the Sabbath, but Sabbath was made for us as a gift. And what do you do with a gift? You enjoy So there's two things I believe that God wants us to do when we learn to take a Sabbath. And that is this, to rest, to rest, to be you, to enjoy God and enjoy what he's created. Tristan, go to that other slide now. This is like from an old catechism where people would try to teach children the truths of the catechism. Said, what is our chief end? That means purpose. What is your purpose, right? And back then they used the word man to mean both men and women. So know that it means both. The chief glorify God and enjoy him forever. What happened to the enjoyment? What happened to the enjoyment? When did connecting with You when did it become a burden? Because I don't think we're really experiencing the presence of God, right? If you love someone and that person loves you, you, if they're cranky and bitter and not your favorite relative, you don't look forward to being with them, right? Or if you've got too much going on in your own life, your own plans, your own purposes, then you've got no time to be with anybody, let alone God. But you were created for a purpose, and your purpose is to bring glory to God is. Let him know how great he is. Let him know how magnificent he is. And to enjoy him and to enjoy what he's created, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we treat people like to collect things and they keep them in boxes and they never open them and they never enjoy them, right? Because they're worth so much money. And someday they're going to sell it, I don't know, right? This kid up until now, I see it sitting there, the, the, these toys that I want to collect. And it's like, but I just want to open it and play with it. <laughs> Like at some point it was designed to be to be enjoyed. And we'll look at pictures and we'll look at all these pretty pictures of nature, of the world, of the earth God has created. And it's like they're on our shelves and we just look at them and all these beautiful things. But when was the last time you got out on a boat? When was the last time you took a walk? When was the last time you just enjoyed what God, did? to enjoy God forever and ever? And it can begin now. It can begin right here and now with what I'm proposing, rhythm of Sabbath, where we take one day and we make it different. The Lord said now to his people, to Moses, he said, I want you to remember the Sabbath, So I want you to, which means it's different from every other day of the week. So the first thing to remember is that when we do Sabbath, we need to take a day that's different. That means we don't do, it means that we intentionally connect with God and connect with others so that we can rest We can be refueled, restored, and we can what he has created. And in just a minute, I want to tell you how I'd like us to do that as a church for this month. I'd like us to take an experiment this month. And right before we do that, let me just read one more encouragement. And And then I'm going to tell you guys how I want to do this this month. This is from a pastor who learned the meaning of healing that can come from taking a break, from taking a rest, from stopping. He said, it, he said that I decided to start taking. I discovered that I couldn't even do it at first. I would go into a depression. <laughs> By the afternoon, I was so low. And I realized that my life was all about keeping that adrenaline buzz going. And when I stopped to spend a day to remember that I am loved just because I exist, I found out about how much of my life was trying to earn the approval. Sabbath is taking a day a week to remind myself that I did not make the world and it will continue without my efforts. <laughs> There's something important. Sabbath is day to remember. All of us need a little bit of that check, don't we, right? We need to say, you know what, I'm not that important. My phone doesn't need to be on all the time. I don't need to check my emails every day because, guess what? you know, all we got to do is ask our boss, right? They'll probably tell us, you know, that we're not that important. But remember what Jesus said when he gave the invitation? The only time that Jesus ever described himself, he said, there's a gentleness and a humility that comes when we take a day off. Isn't that a fascinating side note? I mean, you're Jesus Christ, the Son of God. You got two words, beneficent, powerful, you know, I am. But the only time he ever describes himself, he says, I am gentle and I am humble. Sabbath is a day when my work is done, even if it isn't. Sabbath is a day when my job is to enjoy, period. Sabbath is a day when I am fully available to my. It's a day when I remember that when God made the world, he saw that it was good. Sabbath is a day when I produce nothing. Sabbath is a day when Sabbath is the day when at the end I say I didn't do anything today and I don't add and I feel so guilty. Sabbath is a day when my phone is turned off, I don't check my email, and you can't get off heal our souls. He wants to give us the shalom, the peace, the well-being of God. And so we have to stop. We have to slow down out the window and let the engine come to an idol and listen to what our inner voice is saying. For it is in that inner voice that God inside of us. We need to take a break for God's sake. I'm serious about that. Take a break for God's sake. Say it with me. Take a break for God's sake. We do for this month by observing the Sabbath. But hopefully I've shared with you a whole bunch of reasons why you are going to just benefit from this in amazing ways. For you to rest and to enjoy him and everything he's created. So I'm going to ask my friend Phil again to hand out this flyer. And Tristan, you are Sabbath and I want everyone to take one of these. So if you want to download it and we're going to make sure everyone has a pen. Um, so if you don't have a pen, can you just raise your hand and maybe Brian can uh, make sure everybody has a pen or whoever. We're going to, I'm going to walk you through this as our spiritual exercise, okay? And this is going to be our guide so that together we can do this. Together we can do this so that as a church we are that. so Anybody else? Brian, on the very front, we're going to do an all-church practice of Sabbath for the month of September. We're going to sundown. So the Jews worship from sundown Friday to sundown Saturday. We're going to take from sundown Saturday to sundown on Sunday. Because this gather rest and reconnection with God and enjoying His presence and enjoying each other. So that, and we're going to start this Saturday, so it'll happen from, if you open it up, so so we're going to begin Saturday night in prayer together, not physically together, but praying the same prayer wherever you are, and then Sunday morning, so I'd like you to make a commitment that for this month, you'll come to church every week, Woo! I know that's a big deal for some of you, but maybe this month we could come to church every week, or at least, so that we're, we're feeling the same things, right, I encourage you to keep a journal, to really listen to God during this time. These are the verses that we read this morning, plus um, the, the mandate that for Sabbath that God ordained himself. And then if you open it up to the very middle, where it says Sabbath prayers, what I've done is I've created. So we'll pray this prayer on Saturday evening, and we'll read this scripture. And I encourage you to do it at sundown if you're able to, or shortly thereafter. Read this prayer and read that scripture. In your heart, do it, but wherever you're at, do that. And then other scriptures might come to your mind through and read that scripture. And then Sunday evening, again at sundown, close the Sabbath with this. Make sense? You may find other scriptures you want to read. Here's the thing about reading scripture. So back to the basics, right? Back to the basics. So what are we going to do? We're going to pray. We're going to read scripture. And we're going to do the things that God says I want my people to do so that you can connect with me. So that you can experience my presence. So that your life can actually be transformed. I think if we do this as a whole church, our entire Because of the power of the presence of God. Amen? So sometimes in reading Scripture, I like reading the same thing over and over, because it takes me some time to get in Scripture every week for four weeks. Other people, it's different. so God may, you might want to write a different scripture. Man, I found four different ones. And then at the end, I read all four of them, you know But I want us to pray, read the scripture together. And then finally, if you go to the very back, this is what I'm getting to. This is, the, this is you will spend this day differently. observe a Sabbath. So there's two things: rest. In order to rest, we need to stop and take a break from what we normally do. So I've given you some suggestions there, television, video games, other things. Why don't you just go ahead and think about it and make a check on the things that you'd be willing. And I want everyone to do this, everyone, everyone every age to do this. Just make it, and, 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 even if it's one thing, it doesn't have to be everything. It's going to be one thing. I'm just going to do this differently, all right? You know, maybe what you're going to take a break from, whatever you're going to take a break from. And then the second thing is, how will you enjoy God's creation? And again, there's some ideas there, and you can check off those ideas, or you can write asking God to lead us, to guide us. This will be your record of how you are going to keep Sabbath. What will you take a break from, from sundown Saturday to sundown Sunday, and to enjoy God and enjoy His creation, and to pay attention to the relationships that you have. Amen? And I'm just going to give us a moment in prayer to think about that and reflect or write down anything that God may be saying to you at this moment. just want to invite some of you in this moment. I would be completely remiss if we did not take a moment to rest right now. That some of us this morning need some healing, need some restoration right now. Would you take a deep breath? Would you just turn your complete attention, your complete heart to the presence of Jesus Christ within you and even within this room? Hover over your soul this morning. And I pray that the Holy Spirit of God would bring healing. Healing to every corner of your body, to your mind. That as you rest right now in the presence of the Lord, God, would you restore? Would you refresh, God? Would you fill, God, with the presence of your Holy Spirit? You've been living on just a little bit of God for too long. Would you just drink from the Holy Spirit this morning? Just say, Holy Spirit, to my life, wash over me, God. God, we want to respond to your invitation this morning, God. To come away with you by ourselves. To come away from our work and our busyness. Lord God, I pray that we would respond to your invitation to come with you by ourselves and get some rest this month. Lord, as I believe you have called us, God, I ask each and every person here that's willing to join me to just say yes in your hearts to God. Say yes, I will observe Sabbath this month. From sundown Saturday to sundown on Sunday, I will live differently. I will intentionally take a break. I will intentionally stop and enjoy, hallelujah, God. Lord, to that end, may our gatherings here each and every week, God, not just this morning, be ones that give us rest, ones that renew us, ones of our week even better than we could have, God. Because we have taken time to soak. Stop taking a quick shower with my presence. It's time to soak, (laughs) It's time to slow down and so over you. Take some time to be with God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit pour into our lives again and give us strength, give us comfort, God, give us courage, Lord God, give us confidence, God, in who you are and the promises that you've made to us, that we are not alone before us. You always lead the way through the storm, through the sea, through the darkest valley, Through the sunlit path, you guide Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. As David said, Lord, you are my shepherd. Waters, you restore my soul. You guide me in the paths of righteousness. Oh, that we would follow you, God, for your name's sake. Valley of the shadow of death, you guide us, you take us through. Even in the presence of our enemies, you provide for us, Lord God. And your staff, you are loving us, Lord God. Lord God, my cup overflows. Your goodness and love are always with me. and We will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. But Lord God, may we live constantly, constantly in your presence. encourage you this morning to just take this brochure with you live into this commitment know that we're doing this together because God is good and he's called us as a family with him and we'll grow closer and stronger as a church even as we grow closer to God i'd like you to consider this morning as we get ready for this morning giving is another part of our worship in a couple of weeks we'll talk about the basic block of giving as a part of what we do so if you are able to give this if you've given online we thank you or if you will we thank you and i want to just take a moment and pray and say god I just want to pray and bless every gift that can be given this morning god lord as we intentionally put you first in every area of our lives we put you first in our finances god peace your well-being your rest be you can give given those who can't god amen and after we sing this song, you can give your offerings and tithes in the jars as we leave. or again. Friends, I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to a month of Sabbath that we can do together. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's stand together. Let's worship the Lord one last time. Set apart for the Lord. Let's join together and sing. Praise you, Lord. Amen. Amen. So friends, as we are dismissed this morning, let us rest from our labors and enjoy the presence of God. And may we truly be transformed, visibly so beautiful as we do so this morning. God bless you. See you next week.